Thank you for joining me today on Behind the Crown. My name is Elise Burwell, Miss Rodeo, North Dakota, Lady in Waiting 2021. I'm spending my weekend in Minot, North Dakota at the Badlands Circuit Finals. I had the pleasure today to sit down with Denny Halstead, who is our rodeo clown this weekend, entertainer. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about Denny's past, how he got into being a rodeo clown, and where he's been the last few years, and some of the successes he has had. And then he has a great challenge at the end that I think is amazing for everyone to listen to and hopefully instill in their everyday lives. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me today on Behind the Crown. Um, today we are going to actually head behind the barrel. Um, today I am joined at the Badland Circuit Finals with our rodeo clown, Mr. Denny. Thank you for joining me today, Denny. Good morning. Uh, actually, you'll be behind the barrel. I'll be in the barrel. In the barrel. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good point to clarify that one. Um, so just a little start um, before we kind of get into things. Just give us a little background on who you are and uh, how you got started into this. Uh, my name is Denny Halstead. I'm a professional rodeo clown. Uh, I've been the 10-time Canadian entertainer in Canada from the CPRA. Uh, now most of my stuff is in the PRCA. I've been very fortunate now to go to the NFR twice as the alternate. I've worked the Ram National Circuit Finals three times, and uh, I'll be honest, I'm living a dream. So I have a very, very unique story on how my story started, actually. Mm-hmm. I I was a ex-hockey player oh, okay. and my hockey career ended when I was young, 20, and I became a Calgary firefighter. I was very lucky. I got on the Calgary Fire Department. I was a full-time firefighter for 30 years. Awesome. And about uh, 10 years or 12 years into my career, the Calgary Police and Calgary Fire put on a big charity rodeo for children every year and they had a big name guy scheduled to clown and bullfight it and he backed out a week before and I happened to be at a meeting and I said, heck, I'll do it. And I went and did it and uh, now basically I sat in the top five for in the world for the NFR and stuff for the last six years and like I said, I'm living a dream so it's pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah, living the dream. Never, It's never too late to do that. Too. No, I, that's what I tell people, always have a dream. Yes, right? absolutely. Always gives you something to chase. Yep, something to look forward to. Um, so how was your time as a firefighter impacted you as a rodeo clown now? Uh, actually, you know what, I'll tell you, there's a lot of similarities between the two for starters. Uh, a fire hall is a very close family. It's a, it's a group, mm-hmm. and you know you rely on each other in situations that aren't normal to most people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's no different than here in our rodeo industry. You know we're a very close family, and of course me and the bullfighters that I work with, we rely on each other in some pretty sticky situations to to help each other. So there's a lot of similarities with that. But I think the biggest thing for me, and one of the reasons with my success is. I've seen a lot of stuff in 30 years as a firefighter that, with kids that a lot of people don't see. Mm-hmm. And when you see the stuff that I've seen in my career and stuff, it just makes you appreciate every day. But it, the biggest thing for me is I've always said, people always ask me what's the best part of my job, and I tell them it's putting a smile on a child's face. And that is 100% for me. It's never about the money. It's my passion, but I love to make kids smile. And a lot of that stems back to what I've seen through my career. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I know that's uh, yesterday we kind of spent a little time, a little bit at a, one of the schools and got to observe your your <laughs> program with the kids. And I have to say, I really admired it. Uh, those kids get a little a lot rowdy. of control. huh? Yeah, they're pretty great, but you handle them so well. And you know that when you talk about the family of rodeo and in the fire hall and how it's all the same, that's one thing that in the rodeo community, we always talk about how much of a family we are. And it doesn't oh. matter who you are, that we'll always give you the shirt off our back. And I mean, I've recently been to a barrel race where the girl next to me, her reins broke, you know, and I said, well, heck, I'm, I haven't got a little ways yet to go, take mine, yeah. you know, and just whatever we can do to help each other, um, it's great that you can relate that to the same thing, and as a rodeo queen, I love to 
put a smile on everyone's face too. Of course. You know, if there's one thing I can do to help one person succeed or just brighten their day a little bit. So I relate to that a lot I as think, well. I think one of the biggest things with what we've all gone through in the last 18 months with mm-hmm. everything, I think we all miss the arena. Yeah. But I think the thing for me, and I know everybody I've seen the last, we've been on the road hard here the last six months, and everybody's the same way. What we all missed was our rodeo family. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't realize, for me, I've been on the road for 25 years. I'm on the road 10 months of the year. Mm-hmm. Now to go home like we did for two years, it's, you know, I have lots of people, I have 10,000 people on Facebook, I only know 200 of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, you don't have, I, I have lots of people at home I know, but not mm-hmm. my good friends and my close friends are all my cowboy friends and mm-hmm. stuff, and that on the road. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the biggest thing in the 18 months was that I missed, and a lot of us missed, was our rodeo family. Absolutely, And I yeah. can tell you, for me, I haven't, uh, in my career, I've never been one for, I'm not a big party person. I believe I get paid good money to do what I do. So yeah. I try to cheat this business. But I will tell you, girl, I have been up to 3 and 4 in the morning almost every weekend <laughs> this year. <laughs> and you know what? It's not that everybody's just on a tear. It's just after rodeo, just everybody seems to end up at our trailers. We sit outside. We talk. We have fun. We laugh mm-hmm. because we missed each other so much. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it's 3 and 4 in the morning. So yeah. I have never appreciated my summer of rodeo like I had this summer. It's been absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. And crowds right. have been over the top. Yes. Last over night even. That was an amazing yes. crowd. I've been to the circuit finals here quite a few times, and that was probably one of the best crowds I've seen in a long time. And energetic. I, you know, I was out back waiting because we have a pretty big alleyway, and only so much people can fit in there. But um, you, you could tell when someone just made a good run or something good happened because you yep. could hear that crowd out back behind the shoots and everything. So that was really exciting. Um, well, here too, it's you know, it's it's not tough when you work with. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I mean, I got Bob Tallman, Wayne mm-hmm. Brooks, and Joel Franson. Yeah. Loading. So, you know, three of the best, two of the best announcers in the PRCA, the top sound person in the PRCA, mm-hmm. and then you throw my comedy in there, it makes for a great combination. Absolutely. So it's a very, yeah. and you know, I think that's the other thing too. I think our sport, people don't realize our sport's changed. Our sport mm-hmm. isn't a rodeo anymore. We are an extreme sport. Yes. We are an entertainment package. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't just come with a rodeo anymore. You know, we have the high extreme sport, but we have the, the like, you know, the sing-alongs, like I like to grow yes. the crowd. Yep. They love being involved. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's that entertainment package that we bring now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing for us is the crowds get a lot more involved in our sport now than what they used to. Yeah, it's definitely an art. You know, it's a production and we yes. want to entertain people and have a good, smooth things that all run together. And there's so many people that are involved behind the scenes too. And so I'm really excited to sit down and like kind of learn more about that too, but um, is this your first time in Minot? Have you no, so actually, I've been pretty lucky. This is, I think, uh, <sighs> now I get knocked out twice a year. I don't even remember where I was last week. But I think this is like my fourth or fifth time back now. Okay. I think it's my fourth time, actually, yeah. that I've been here. Yeah, so, yeah. And, I, and these kind of finals, too, for us, mm-hmm. uh, they're pretty good about mixing every year, changing your entertainer. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think yes. that's very good at the final one is it gives us all a chance to work mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I always said, if you're good at what you do, you will always come back. And I've been very, they've kept me in their rotation here, right? Since the first yeah. time I've come here, Absolutely. but it's not something to come every year. You can't come to this final. Like I couldn't come to this finals every year. Yeah. I think it's good to change it up. It's like mm-hmm. we said, it's an entertainment package, right? So yes. it's, you deserve your crowd deserves to have a different entertainer every year too. yes absolutely so i mean everybody has a different look on that but for myself i only try to go a couple of years to a show 
Okay. I'm very lucky where I have a lot of rodeos that want to keep me at stuff. But for mm-hmm. me, I think it's, I only try to go two years mm-hmm. and then I'll go somewhere. And, I'll, and if you're good, you always go back. Yes. But I think it's good for the crowds to mix stuff up. Mm-hmm. And I'll be I don't like people to know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm going to do in arena. So <laughs> I don't like people to know if I'm, but if I go there for five or six years, they know, you know, your jokes, your acts. Yeah. And I don't like anybody to know what I'm going to do because yeah. I don't know. I don't have a script. Yeah. Never have. So talk about that uh, a little bit. So you say you don't have a script at all. No, you know, I don't. Is it all uh, improv then? I mean, every one of us in our business is all very different on mm-hmm. how we, we deal. You know, every guy, every rodeo clown has a different style. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I've, I was very fortunate. Uh, there was a guy by the name of Liesl Harris, which anybody in the PRCA knows. He mm-hmm. was the godfather of our business, and uh, he was my mentor. I would never, my success would never be where it is if it wasn't for that man. Mm-hmm. I worked eight years at the Calgary Stampede with him, and awesome. he became a real close friend to me. So, mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, he always said, you know, you can never have enough depth in your comedy. And I think that's one thing a lot of guys maybe lack as much now. It's more, you know, they have a style of just trying to play off what's happening in a crowd and stuff. I think you, the depth in your comedy can really help you in, mm-hmm. in holes where you don't have that active crowd. Yeah. So for me, I have so much depth in my head. I have, mm-hmm. I have a million jokes in this head. I couldn't add, <laughs> I cannot spell anything. I'm like, hook down phonics didn't work for me at all. I couldn't spell nothing. But when it comes to jokes, I don't forget nothing. There's a yeah. million jokes in this head. <laughs> and I just go out there with nothing. I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah. I know I'm going to talk about my wife. I'm going to talk about my mother-in-law. Probably talk about the cops and my family. Yep, <laughs> Somewhere <absolutely. along> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what's one of your favorite jokes? Uh, Put you on the spot now. No, you know what? I got. I don't know exactly one. I know I like stuff that's different than everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess <laughs> I'll tell you my the one that I enjoy doing the most. Because for me, it's you know the reaction you're going to get at the end. Yeah. And for me too, a lot of times I can put thought, I don't say something, I put a thought in your head, mm-hmm. right? And that's the stuff I love. Mm-hmm. But I have one that I, uh, I use and I, I say to them, I, we're talk, I'll set, kind of set it up with a couple things before it, just weird stuff that always happens to me. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, well, dude, I'll, I'll tell you the weirdest thing. You want to know, we're like family, I've been here all week. I said, you guys want to know the weirdest thing? And, he, and of course, you know, I said, well, what's the weirdest thing? I said, now stay with me with this because this is weird. <laughs> But you got to hang with me on this. And he goes, yeah. well, what's the matter? I said, well, I said, when I was little, I used to go to church every Sunday. I was a good Catholic boy. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, so what's weird about that? I said, well, I always wanted to give a nun a kiss. He goes, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah. I said, yeah, I always wanted to give a nun a kiss. He goes, that's weird. <laughs> I said, well, you're not going to believe this. Three months ago, I'm flying out of Denver. Guess what goes walking across the airport? He goes, what? I said, a nun. I said, excuse me, for $30, would you give me a kiss? That nun said, nope, but for 300 I will. Well, $300, I always wanted to do it. I said, I, that nun gave me a kiss like I've never had. I said, hey, my name's Danny Halstead. I'm a professional rodeo clown. That nun looked at me and said, yo, my name's Peter, and I'm on my way to a costume party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so, That's a good one. Yeah, so, you know, I did, like I said, there's, there's so many. Yeah. And, of course, now Liesl being my mentor, you know, and Liesl mm-hmm. passed on here last year, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, there's a couple of his classics that I love using just because it's Liesl. It's right. my mentor, right? Yeah. To carry his legend on, too, mm-hmm. right? So Absolutely. But a lot of people don't know those were his things mm-hmm. but for me that's important to use stuff of his too absolutely yeah you want to keep his well it's his tradition i want to yep. keep him alive too with yeah that, so. and that's one thing about rodeo we're all big about tradition and history and one thing that i you know i'm so grateful for next year i'll get to be miss rodeo north dakota and i've watched that crown be passed on to so many girls and you know just like your jokes you've seen that you know you, you get to pass that on to somebody mm-hmm. else in the future and and so i have to remind myself that even though i'm a part of that history and i i get to carry that on 
I'm also setting that ground stone for the girls in the future. You awesome. know, I'm, I'm being a part of that history and getting. I'll tell you what, I've always that. been a huge, huge supporter in Canada of our Queen program. Mm -hmm. I and this is my own belief, and I'm probably getting in trouble with lots of people, but I truly <laughs> believe we do not treat our queens like we should. Mm -hmm. You girls are the ambassador of our sport. Mm -hmm. I think the sponsorship should be more behind you girls to financially support you going down the road mm -hmm. to different things and functions. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you are, I know, even like when you girls came the other day with me to the school. Yep. My school presentation is set up for kids. Mm -hmm. But when you get into the events, like, you know, when you get a bareback rider and I make a bronc rider, I make a bull rider, you only have the one event for the little girls, and that's the barrel race. And so mm -hmm. really, but when the queens come with me, like mm -hmm. you guys did the other day, every little, all those boys watch me, but every little girl's watching you. Yes. Every little girl wants to be a rodeo queen, right? Mm -hmm. And when they see you, that's every little girl's dream is being a queen, right? Yes. So I don't think we can get you girls out enough. Mm -hmm. And you don't know that yesterday when we were at that school, you didn't influence some little girl that 10 years down the road now will run for... It's rodeo. Yes, absolutely. And rodeo that's, game. I think a lot of us as rodeo queens have that, that someone that we've yeah. looked up to when we were little. And, you know, for me, it was, uh, I know I started when I was four years old, but uh, my first time that I watched the Miss Rodeo North Dakota pageant was the year Ashley Andrews won. And then she went on to be Miss Rodeo America. And I was about uh, seven or eight, eight, nine, somewhere in there, really young. And to watch that and like, heck, she did, I can do it too. Well, I, and, I seen a saying one time and it stuck with me for years, but it mm -hmm. always said, there's a set of eyes that's always watching you. Yes. A mm -hmm. little set of eyes. Yes. And there always is. Mm -hmm. And they never forget. Well, you know what? I always look at, especially in my business, mm -hmm. you know, you look at, I mean, you're still young. <laughs> you're not yeah. my age. But <laughs> you look at everything you do in your life mm -hmm. and you forget so much. Like for me, sweetheart, I have been so blessed the stuff, but I have done some pretty crazy stuff in my life. Yeah. And I forget half of it until somebody says, hey, remember when we we're in Mobridge or yep. we we're in Bellefouche? Or, and then I remember stuff that we've done, right? Yeah. So I've been pretty lucky to to lead a pretty crazy life with some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but. yeah. No, I just kind of go back. Um, you know, you, you talked about how queens aren't, you know, we don't get paid to do this. No, you know, no. It's, you know, they always talk about it's a full-time job, but really it's an unpaid internship. You know, oh. and it's something that we do this because we love the sport. It's your we passion. love to promote it. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there's always those eyes that are watching. You never know who you're going to influence and to help be a part of that legacy in the future. You know, I always look at too, though, girl. If you look at, like I look outside the box with stuff, but with mm -hmm. your queen programs, yeah, you girls are like me. You put a lot of miles on a road. Yes. For a sponsor, especially the right sponsor, mm -hmm. to put a name on you. Mm -hmm. When you go down a highway, there's hundreds of thousands of cars pass you a year. You're yeah. a walking billboard. Yes. That's why I said there's so many opportunities, I believe, to be able to financially support our queen programs to make mm -hmm. them better. Yes. Because people don't realize how much money comes out of your pocket. And there shouldn't be nothing coming out of your pocket, sweetheart. Like mm -hmm. I said, that's, that's always been kind of a real mm -hmm. thing with me about yeah. the queen program because mm -hmm. of the importance that it holds. Yeah. And I think we need to put more importance. Two things. I think we need to put more importance into our queen program and the importance of the ambassadors of our sport. Mm -hmm. And the other thing we have to do is... We need to put more into the kids. Yeah. We are not Absolutely. supporting the youth of our sport like we should be. Absolutely. That is the future of our sport. And mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of big organizations, the PRC is one, mm -hmm. that we need to start being more involved in trying to get kids started. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look where I live in Canada, outside of Calgary, we got 1.7 million people that live in that city. Wow. But you can't tell me out of 1.7 million people that there ain't kids in there that want to be cowboys and cowgirls, but yes. they need a place to go to learn. Yes. So I think that's where we need to start is at the beginning ground level mm -hmm. stuff with these young kids yes so. absolutely yeah um you know we talk about going down the road and we're just a walking or a driving billboard and 
we're very fortunate in North Dakota. We have a sponsor, Wilhelm Chevrolet in Jamestown. Awesome. So really excited to work with them again next year. So I know there's people like him that understand the sport. They understand what the Queens do and what we put into this. So yeah. it's really great to have those people behind us. That's and welcome, Billboard. Yeah. Like I said, I, you don't know how many people go by me waving or thumbs up because they yeah. read Rodeo Clown written on the yes. side of my trailer and talking yep. stuff. Eh? Yeah. So. No, it's really great. So... Um, but just kind of to wrap it up, uh, so when I have guests on, I like to end with one common question and then to use that question and turn it into a challenge for other rodeo queens or future girls to listen to and to kind of go on and help better themselves and their career as a rodeo queen or even just a rodeo contestant, personal development. So my question is, um, as a... Don't make it tough now. Remember, uh, I'm a rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a rodeo clown, uh, the barrel man, what is some advice that you have for the future of rodeo, rodeo queens? You know, we talked a lot about the youth. Um, getting started with them but you know something maybe in further that like challenge wise you know what I'll tell you something that I do and this is something that I have done for years Mm -hmm. I try to do something nice for somebody every day yes and you know it doesn't matter like you meet you meet Mm -hmm. me last night and go and could you do this with me this morning I'd love to right Mm -hmm. I try to do something nice for somebody every day and I think that's a challenge to anybody is Mm -hmm. whether it doesn't have to be it can be a phone call to an older person that you haven't talked to for a long time Mm -hmm. uh, going and seeing somebody a small gift Mm -hmm. stopping by and making a kid smile Yes, give them a high five. I was just out in the back parking lot coming in here in the rain, high-fiving three or four kids that knew as a rodeo clown. So I think it's just, my big thing is is try to make somebody smile every day. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, your life will be successful. Absolutely. Because it makes you feel good for that, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, okay. Now, don't tell anybody I was serious, because this is the most serious I've been. Nobody ever gets (laughs) as much serious talk out of me. Well, (laughs) I appreciate it. I really do. Um, So just to wrap it up, again, my name is Elise Burwell. I am Miss Rodeo North Dakota Lady-in-Waiting 2021, and I am joined today at the Badlands Circuit Finals with Denny, our clown. So thank you very much, Denny, for being on here. Watch for her at the NFR in a couple years. She'll be there. Yes, I hope so. I hope (laughs) so. Exactly. All right, thank you very much. Thank you.